So what do you think about your sisters? Um, really proud of them. They've worked hard. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Going to West Point. excited to share what's happening at Everyday Leaders. Go to everydayleaders.com. Subscribe to my website where you can learn strategies to become a leader in your own life. On the everydayleaders.com podcast page, you can connect to the guest of the 2019 Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit and listen to your favorite episodes of the Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Now, if you're ready to take the next step and become a leader in your own life, go to my Everyday Leaders store select the life strategies courses, corporate strategy workshops, or even personal coaching. Go to everydayleaders.com, subscribe and keep up to date on all of our programs and valuable leadership lessons. When you subscribe to Everyday Leaders, you'll be entered into our monthly giveaway to receive a round to it. If you need accountability in your life, this is a great way to start. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader in your life. training, you can have the right family, the right genes to get you into certain places, but there is so much more (laughs) that goes into a West Point graduate, that goes into a West Point Academy person, right? As as I look at my daughters, I think they, you know, they were attracted to that caliber Mm -hmm. of people, you know, the more the kids from town that have gone or the kids I met and and really, you know, it's it's a good person, it's a good group of people and, and, um, you know, they're dedicated to service and dedicated to leadership, and they are leaders, and, and um, you know, it's just a great environment. So welcome to the program, girls. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Morgan and Megan, how do you guys, you know, you look so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you're seniors in high school at Princeton High School. Mm-hmm. So tell me uh, the funniest thing, the funniest memory you girls have growing up looking alike have you ever played tricks on people yeah we should play tricks like for april fool's day but we would switch and i think one of my like worst times switching was when megan used to have glasses and i didn't so i i wore them to school all day and i walked home and had like the biggest headache but our friends used to always like tell the teachers megan's not supposed to be here this is morgan's class and like spoil it out yeah. for us like the teachers couldn't tell but like all of our friends could see that is so funny well you know when you're around twins my father was an identical twin and I used to hear stories about how they would play jokes on people too and I think it's really funny because as you're now seniors and and I've been really close with your mom all these years because we went to school together and your mom was a twin mm-hmm. but not an identical twin and so they it was easy for us to tell Susan and Sarah apart but for you guys, like going on now from being seniors in high school, you're going to go on to college. And and so I can't wait to tell your story about the things that you're doing today and what your plans are for the future. So when you were growing up, what were your favorite things that you guys liked to, to do in your off time other than school? 
Um, we always used to, like, we played sports a lot, and we still play sports, so that takes up most of our time. We were also, like, involved in our Girl Scout troop a lot, and went to, like, church every week. Mm-hmm. Just, like, practicing lacrosse, and, like, for, for these past four years in high school field hockey, just, like, practicing and practicing was always fun. Just, like, I think we just, yeah, just, like, sports is really where our time goes. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most important thing that you've learned about just sports in general? that you're going to take with you through your lifetime? Um, the, like, one of the most important aspects of our sports teams and, like, I think sports in general is, like, the camaraderie and, like, just being on a team. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're, like, we're going to where we're going is because we really, like, thrive in a team environment mm-hmm. and, like, look forward to that in the next, like, five years and, like, our lifetime, I guess. Mm-hmm. The discipline, a lot of people talk about sports teams, you know, the discipline that you learn, you have to be so dedicated, you know, and so for you guys, learning all the sports and, and being involved in all the activities that you have, it's, it really is about having, you have the disciplined family, you know, you've had that structure, but being able to really say like, that's your environment, you're so used to it, you you would be kind of, you, you would be a little bit like, what am I supposed to do with this time, right? You have free time. But it's structured time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some people don't have that same outlook. You know, they, they aren't as structured. And so it's really hard for them to kind of get, um, get to that next phase, I guess, if you will. If they're going to join a club or a sport, they haven't had that kind of experience. So you guys are really way ahead of, um, of life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you go to that next phase, you know, out of high school, you're not going to be so... Um, you know, influenced, I think. And when we talk about leadership, we talk about influence. And as youth leaders, you guys are are really paving the path for your journey because you've done so much. And you talk about Girl Scouts, right? So talk to me about what you learned in Girl Scouts that's helped you to kind of think about your journey next. I know, like, I've learned through Girl Scouts, like, you have to work hard and, like, to get the payoff and also like, if you see a problem, like, you know you can make a change and, like, influence it, even, like, no matter, like, what your, your age is or, like, what your idea is, because we both earned our Girl Scout Gold Awards, which is equivalent to the Eagle Scout rank in Boy Scouts, and so, like, being discouraged and, like, keep moving on and, like, working towards your goals, definitely what I've learned through that. That's awesome. And I think it's really important what you just said is you just keep working towards it, right? You have a goal, you know, you've got to have a path to get there. And so whatever that journey looks like, you just got to keep focused on it. Uh, And it's such an an accolade. It makes you feel so proud, right, that you've accomplished that. And so how you take that into your next phase, like uh, if you think about when you earned, you know, when when you did that through Girl Scouts, and then the next time that you tried something new, people talk about fear a lot, right? Trying something new and being a little afraid of not knowing how it's going to go. And so do you think that that's helped you kind of overcome um, maybe being afraid of things in life? Uh, I think it's definitely helped me because I always have that, like these proud moments like in my, I guess like my rear view mirror, like I did this so I am able to like do this even harder task, just like keeping it like building and off of like old accomplishments that I'm still proud of now, just like helping them, having those achievements help me reach even like higher achievements and pushing myself even farther. I think that definitely has helped me and like both of us. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, life is hard. And as you're, you know, teenagers, as adults, we think, 
Yeah, well, when we were kids, it was just always scary because you had peer groups and you had different influences, but you guys have moved. You haven't always been in the same school system. So when you had to leave New Jersey and you went to Arizona for a while, meeting new friends, you know, do you think that being involved and and being kind of leaders and looking at uh, situations differently that helped you develop friendships when you moved to Arizona? I think so. And like, we also like, we had each other. So like, it wasn't like we were all alone when we were moving there. Mm -hmm. So I think if we didn't have like a friends built in, it probably would have been more scary and more like intimidating to move there. But like having each other definitely helped. Definitely. So I, I love this because, you know, being twins, you do rely on each other a lot. And talking about, you know, leadership and influence and mentors, um, Okay, uh, talking about mentors, who do you believe, besides each other, that you rely on when you have a situation that you want to kind of think through or talk to or get advice from? Who's the next person that you guys go to? Um, definitely our mom. We talk to her a lot because we know that she's had so much like experience in life with like different situations that we're also going through. But then she also helps us take like a step back and be able to like look at the situation like with perspective rather than like our first initial instinct about like just responding. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also are very connected like in our church family. So we have a young pastor, Hannah, who's like the youth pastor at our church. We also go to her for guidance a lot, just like for another point of view, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Kids that do not have those kinds of resources right? What would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Um, Like, don't be afraid to reach out to someone new, like a guidance counselor, a teacher or something, or like a coach, because everyone's willing to help you. Like, no one's actually against you. They all want to, like, help you improve and, like, reach your full potential and your, like, go to find more opportunities. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of scary. And I go back to this because so many, I talk to so many kids and they say, I didn't have that or I didn't feel safe. Right. And have you ever had a time where you didn't feel completely safe trying something new and and you guys have each other? But um, to kind of think about developing a new relationship with a coach or a teacher and then finding out that that was, you know, better than you expected. I mean, it's always afraid to try something new. Like we started field hockey our freshman year and we've just started ice hockey our senior year. For Yay, something I love new. that. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. It's like, we didn't even know how to skate. We were like, why not just go for it? Because, mm-hmm. like, nothing that bad is going to happen. Like, just, you you won't, you can never try something new, like, later in life. Like, your opportunities are limited, so why not just go for it? So we made, like, tons of new friends on our team, like, just by going to the ice hockey rink and stuff like that. I love that. So just, like, be, like, be confident in yourself. Go for it. Be confident in yourself. That's exactly right. And and so um, you're just mindset, right? You guys have had such strong mentors as you, for your family. And you have two little brothers. You have two twin brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't pick on them at all, do you? Never. <laughs> so what's so cool about this is you guys, you're thinking about what's next, right? You're seniors at Princeton High School. And so... What's in store for you? I've been hearing about this whole process of this last year, and this last year has been a challenge, right? Trying to think of what are we going to do and how are we going to get there? 
And so why I really wanted you guys to even talk about this is to encourage people that don't give up, right? Think about what you really want out of your life. And if you can do that as seniors in high school, uh, what are the steps that you would give kids to take? Thinking through it, journaling, and then taking the steps to do it. Um, I think something that I would say that was really helpful for us is like first figuring out kind of what you want out of like college or like if you're not going to college, what you want to like pursue as a career, like figure that out early. And it's like not really important because like I didn't know until like senior year and everyone is like, how do you not know what you want? But Mm -hmm. like just take the time and like actually figure out what you really want and not just rush into a decision. And then once you figure that out, like do all do the research and like figure out what application or what job like application you need to do and just like make a list and like it's going to be daunting and so like stressful at first but just like start crossing things off one by one because like that risk that list will shrink and then when you finally like accomplish that you'll be, look back at the list and be like whoa I literally did all those things <laughs> and you'll be like mind blown mind blown it is because it, it is a process right you've got to start somewhere and and so um so what, what was it for you what was it like for you I mean like very similar but like <laughs> to her but if you have a list and like if you need resources like be, don't be afraid to ask like anyone you know like we ask so many people about advice and what they thought and if someone tells you like no like you probably shouldn't do that like you don't have a good score or like you're not smart enough like don't give up like for like, us, if you really want it keep yeah, going keep working on for it so now go deeper with this because your mom told me a little bit about this but I want you guys to share how hard this was yeah so, so you decided where where did you decide to go first and then tell me about the experiences of having to go through the process and and what that was really like so we our goal was is to go to west point and become officers in the military Mm -hmm. so we started this application like our junior year of high school like halfway through or something like that so like so many times we were told like our sat scores are too low so we took the sat five times and the act three times so a total of like eight standardized <laughs> tests, which is kind of How insane. fun was that? So fun. Um, really I would do it again. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to give you another test tonight. No, I'm not Oh, please. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, so like, and like multiple times, it's like countless times we're told, like, try again, like, do it again, because we, like, West Point's very competitive, and if you want to get in, you have to have a good score. And then we also needed to take a physical test, mm-hmm called the CFA. So we had to train for that multiple times too. Like we started training for that like May. I remember like May 2018, we started training and like we took the test in August and then again in September. Yeah. And then also for all of the academies, you have to be um, appointed or I mean like nominated by Mm -hmm. one of your congressmen or one of your senators for at least for New Jersey, I know all of them have different applications with different essays and different requirements that you need to pass to get um, into an interview. And so we also spent like countless hours practicing interview questions, going over everything they could possibly ask us just to be sure that we were prepared. And yeah, after that, it was like the application process. We needed essays actually for West Point, but then also they have you apply for, we wanted to apply for ROTC scholarships at the nine other 
um, like civil universities that we were applying to in case this whole plan didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So just all of those applications were running at once and we had to keep track and have to make sure that we were getting everything done on time because this like going to West Point was our goal. Mm -hmm. And so we, we heard that we were probably not going to get accepted into West Point for the class of 2023, but then we were given an, a civil prep offer by the AOG Association at West Point. So we've decided that we're going to Marion Military Institute on scholarship there for one year with, with when we're ready to accept an appointment at West Point for the class of 2024. So we'll be going there, not this fall, but like next summer. Wow. So when we talk about trade-offs, that's a big deal for leadership, right? And West Point is all about leadership. So congratulations. Thank you. It's really awesome. (laughs) But, you know, the journey, a lot of people would give up. A lot of people would say, I'm not going to take the SAT again. I'm not going to take this again. Eight times you guys took these tests. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are you crazy? (laughs) We must be crazy. Yeah. But think of the, you know, the reward. Like when you finally decided, okay, if I can't do this, right, if I can't do it now, I can still do it. I just can't do it when... I want to do it. I can't do it this way, but you can go another path, right? And so that's what you kind of guided into and then figured the right steps out. And so for next year, you've got to be so excited. I'm, to- yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like so relieved because yeah. we've been thinking about this for so long. So like to finally like relax and like think about like finally going there. Finally know it's like, it's going to happen. Finally know what's <laughs> happening is like a crazy feeling. And it is, it's kind of like that acceptance of, okay, now the next step, right? You've made the decision, all the things have been finalized, and now you can just focus on your future, right? Yeah. So so here it is, April, what is today, like the 26th, 26th. and how many more days of school do you have? We have less than June 20th. Yeah, June 20th is graduation day. Oh my gosh, so two months, and you're going to be finished with high school, and, and finish with all your activities and then focused on your next step in your journey. So when do you start, uh, when do you start college? August 13th is, we have to report to Marion, like in Marion, Alabama. In Marion, Alabama. <laughs> wow. Wow. So when you leave, right, so you guys going to take the same classes? What's, what's the schedule for the fall? So we have to take pre-cal, calculus, two U.S. history classes, physics, chemistry, English 101, English, and then also we're going to get like militarily trained too and like take physical class, like not like, like, like exercise classes to get stronger. So then when we go to West Point the next year, we'll be even more prepared and like we'll do better there than we would do this year Mm -hmm. if we went. Mm -hmm. It's all about training, right? The mindset and the training. So what do you think you're going to learn? What do you expecting I guess to learn this first year and and kind of you know setting back and saying okay I can relax a little bit because I'm not at West Point Mm -hmm. but in this physical preparation in this mind preparation what are your goals for this year I think one of like this is kind of encompasses all of my goals just to (laughs) I think that like you guys are amazing (laughs) first of all let me just tell you you. I want to go back and go to school with you (laughs) Uh, so I think my like main goal is to like study as hard as I can and like push myself like even harder. So then when I we do get to West Point, I'll be 
I know that I did everything I could at Marion to be as prepared as I can be for Rust Point because I know from hearing from my dad and from everyone that it's going to be so hard. And like I know that, but I hoping I'm hoping by preparing as hard as I can at Marion, I'm gonna make it a little harder, a little less hard, <laughs> a, little less hard. <laughs> a little less hard for me. <laughs> No, then it's true. You know, it's just, it is about your mindset and it's just taking that journey to say, I know where I'm going to go. And so when you have that goal in mind, like you've done, you know, you've, you've made these lists and you said, I'm going to do this. I'm intentional about it. And so I just am so proud of you girls. (laughs) It's not easy, but it can be done. Right. And anybody can do this. You just have to take that step and not be afraid. Like you said, it's not, uh, it's not that difficult, but uh, so many times we stop ourselves, and especially in high school for kids, they don't maybe have the resources and think that there's no opportunities, right? If they didn't, if they didn't um, have everything set up for them, if they didn't pass the SAT for the first time, and so that's why I love your story. Yeah. <laughs> Keep at it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep at it. You got to go for your goals in life. And so, what do you think your plans are after West Point? Have you thought anything into that? Well, we have to serve for like four to five years, I think. And then I'm not sure. I think I'll want to stay in the military and continue to have a career there. But I'm not sure if like I know people who just come out after the required years, but I'm really unsure about it right now. (laughs) I'll see where it takes me. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's being that flexible, right? And knowing that you're just on that path. So whatever connects to you. What about you? What do you think? Um, I have like similar thoughts. Like I'll know. I'll definitely serve for those four to five, four to five years, like where, wherever they need me. Um, I definitely, if I'm still able and like have like tools that they want from me, I'll definitely be open to continuing serving. But after, after the military, cause I know I won't be able to like stay in the military forever. I don't know where I'll be. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. You, that's the thing when you connect to things that, that, um, kind of inspire you, right? And then you may think of something that's different. You may become, you may go into medicine, you may go into science, you may go into research, you may be in the military forever and be a leader in the military. So tell me, who do you, besides your parents, because I know your parents have huge influences on you and your church, are there any outside forces besides like um, from your community that you guys follow, reading books or have someone that you kind of look up to that you aspire to? Um, well, there's this girl named Maddie Whaley, who's a cadet now at West Point. She's a freshman. Mm -hmm. Um, her mom has been a humongous help throughout this whole application process because she, her mom, um, Mrs. Whaley also (laughs) went to West Point and was a helicopter pilot there. Um, she was literally helped us so much, just like telling us like little tips and tricks about what to wear for the interview, like put her hair in a bun, like all those little things really helped us, I think. And I think seeing that Maddie Whaley is someone who, like, graduated from Princeton High School and isn't, like, this, like, crazy, like, super intimidating girl, even though she's super, super awesome, I think seeing that she went there and is being successful there really showed to us that, like, oh, like, we're 5'4", too. We can still do, like, we can do this. Mm -hmm. I think she definitely inspired us to, like, actually pursue this rather than just having, like, oh, maybe I'll go to West Point. She really, like, pushed us to try. And, like, now, like, we're so happy that we're, like, followed that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I think everybody always needs somebody to look up to, right? To kind of pull them up and say, you can do this. Even though you're scared, it probably helped you say, take that test again. Yeah. Right? Like, she also went to a prep school, but like a different one. And she, I 
I don't know how many times you took the SAT, but it's definitely up where our, we took it. <laughs> definitely up there. Yeah. And she helped us, like, learn, like, not all, like, crazy smart people go to West Point. Like, there are some, like, average people there, too, like us. <laughs> Do you know what they call the a person that graduates last in his class in medical school? doctor <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's one of my medical jokes that I but you know it, it's about the effort right it's about dedication and it's about staying to your purpose and your and your focus and what you want to do with your life so as um as your parents have influenced you on leadership I'm just so proud of you girls for taking this step and when your mom was sharing the whole story about like this process of interviewing and not not giving up and making sure that you had everything you were learning from paying attention, right, to learning from everybody around you. Uh, it's just a really neat story to kind of watch you on your journey and say, okay, now we're going to go to Marion this next year, and then we're going to get really ready for West Point and prepare for that. So um, what else? Tell me about your social environment. Tell me about the friends, boyfriends, <laughs> <laughs> normal stuff that you guys have in your life as seniors in high school. It's really hard, you know, focusing on leadership and like where you're going to go next. Uh, relationships are tough, right? Because you're going to be, is anybody else from your school going to go with you uh, to college? Well, um, for right now and throughout, well, as we've mentioned like multiple times, sports yep. are huge in our life. Yep. So a lot of our social time goes to like hanging out with the lacrosse team or the field hockey team. Right now we're in lacrosse season. So like most of the time we have pasta dinners or like team lunches. But other than that, um, this senior year, we've mostly spent a lot of time with our youth group. We have two girls who are also seniors that I go to PHS with us that I think I, we both spend most, most of our time with. Um, earlier in high school, we had a big, huge friend group that we hung out all the time, but we had to find people throughout this whole application process and before who really were like pushing themselves academically mm-hmm. and like kind of morally also to like achieve they're going to like all those other girls are going to great schools that are best for them I think but I think us with our um other like closer friends now are really challenging ourselves to go to schools that will push us to our highest limits I think like potential like our highest potential yeah our like like friends like from like earlier in high school like they just had like different goals than us Mm -hmm. and like different mindsets so, like, to reach, like, our goals and, like, where we wanted to end up, it was better, like, to, like, separate and, like, li- like find friends who also had higher standards. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard because people say high school are your most formative years. You know, you think about, I mean, your mom and I are connected from high school, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was class president and then she was class president. <laughs> We're kind of think alike. Yeah. But, but the thing is, you've got to, you've got to keep those people in your life that push you, right? And so... When you go back and think about having those choices, kids that are going through middle school and high school and think, yeah, but I've been friends with those guys all those, this time. But when you get to a point where you've decided that you're going to move into, you know, really taking control of that decision and those next steps, you really got to eliminate some people sometimes. And that's difficult um, for kids, especially. So um, what advice, I guess, would you give kids that are out there that maybe you know, eighth graders or freshmen in high school and that are kind of going, you know, maybe I need to connect to different people. That's, that's a scary thing. It's like definitely scary and intimidating, but if you're seeing that people are forcing you or peer pressuring you into making wrong decisions or decisions that like may will make your parents disappointed and get you in trouble, you can still be friendly with them and like 
have connections, but like it might be better to find closer friends who will be better for you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like our mom always says, what would grandma think of this? Like, and just thinking like, I think I think for me, like thinking like what would like grandma Doris do yeah. and like say about this, like definitely. Well, that's guilt, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Susan. Stings right in the heart. <laughs> like, I think that really like helped me realize like, oh, like I, yeah, I don't want anyone seeing me in this light or seeing me in this situation really helped me realize and help both of the both of us realize like make this decision instead of this one and like even though it's hard in the moment and you might feel left out and like have FOMO for a few hours like like think about all the more fun times you'll have later in life when you finally reach that higher potential and those goals that you have that's so hard for a lot of people though even adults right you think about this moment instead of what are people going to think next so we talk about Facebook, right? Social media. So I got to go here. <laughs> so on social media, are you guys on social media? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So how do you filter that? Well, like if there's like a party or something, like you can look at it, but I just, I used to get jealous. Like, wow. I, like, I wish I was invited. Like, I wish I was allowed to go, but like, I'm so much more excited now about like where I'm ending up and like where I'm going to go compared to like the two hours of fun I would have had. Like, it's just paying off so much more. Like, I'm glad I didn't, like, go and, like, risk my moral integrity just to go to a party and have fun or, like, even get, like, caught by the police or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's hard in the moment when you're, like, sitting at home, like, watching a movie and you see the parties, like, on your Snapchat, on your Instagram stories, seeing that it's hard. And you're like, wow, like, my friends are there. Like, I've known them for so long. Why didn't they, like, let me know that it was happening? Why didn't you invite me? Like, in that moment, it is hard. And, like, you do feel, like, sad and, like, what, why am I not invited? Like, what's wrong that I wasn't invited? Like, that is hard to, like, realize and, like, kind of accept that. But once you, like, realize that you're better off not going to the parties and better off, like, grabbing Froyo with someone that you're closer with who actually has the same, like, goals as you do, mm-hmm. then you'll, I think, then I realize, like, oh, like, I'm happy now. Like, I'm having fun now. Like, and I will be having fun at West Point at Marion. Like, it will be hard, but I will have be having fun. And that's a really great lesson for kids because there's so much coming in. We didn't have any of this stuff. I took a typewriter to high school, to college, you know, <laughs> high school and college. But, um, but that's a really important lesson for, for kids because today everything is thrown at them. I mean, there is so much social media and it's so easy to get to and so much influence, right? And so I want you to talk a little bit now about bullies, bullies that are in your school, bullies that maybe that you've had in, in certain environments. How do you guys look at that? How do you handle that being seniors in high school? When you reflect on it and think about, you know, all, all your years in school, uh, advice that you can give to kids that, that feel like they're being bullied? Well, I think one when we lived in Arizona, we didn't have, like, this huge group of friends, and we were, we were kind of, like, left out and excluded for thing, from things. And I think I, in the moment we didn't realize – that because we were just like having fun like as like 12 and 11 year olds like having mm-hmm. our, like living life mm-hmm. but I think it did kind of like looking at it like I definitely was hurt by that and like the worst part was like the ignorance that they wouldn't really even like say hey Morgan hey Megan they didn't really say anything so I think we've took that as a lesson mm-hmm. and like we use that ignorance that we had and like de- now we see it we see when someone's being left out like on our lacrosse team or like in school and like go out and say hi, and like we have the club with you. Yeah, so we we started a club called P 
PHS lunch with friends. Mm-hmm. So That's we, awesome. so we like meet every week on Thursdays to reach out to isolated kids because they're more prone to bullying and depression because in like theory they can go an entire day without social contact which is just terrible like no one should have to just sit in the hallway by themselves so our lunch break works like differently than other schools so all like 1600 kids sit in the hallways our cafeteria is small so like there's no like seats for everyone so since people sit on the floor so it's easy to see if someone's sitting by themselves every day in the same spot mm-hmm. so this club makes it easy for kids to meet and talk to each other once a week and they come and then if they make friends like if they find a group of friends they're like they go sit with them every day and it's like super fun to see them grow mm-hmm. and like make new connections mm-hmm. that's really important what would you recommend for schools that don't have that make one if you want yeah, it'll yeah. Be fun like it's not like a club that people have to go to. There's not that, there's basically there's no, pressure. no work, no pressure. Like if you're reaching out to kids, like you don't even need a club. Just see, say hi. Like those small acts of kindness really go a long way with people. And I know like even when people I'm not close with say hi, like it makes my day. Like I love meeting new people and saying hi to people. Mm-hmm. And it's in some kids are a little scared, right? Because they're intimidated. I love what you said. Um, you know, some kids just ignore you uh, because they think, oh, I don't know you or I'm not going to reach out. But at sometimes we we learn through leadership lessons that it's sometimes about how they feel about themselves. Right. And they're a little intimidated. They're not comfortable. And so having groups like this and being able to say you can put something like this together, you can really decide that you can make people's lives better. And so reaching out and making that difference for them is, is really going to be critical. That's a great, great lesson. Um, so, yes. <laughs> All right. So, Morgan and Megan, I don't know which one's which. <laughs> so, Morgan, <laughs> um, tell me uh, tell me how you feel being a twin. Um, I kind of get this question a lot. Like, how is it being a twin? Like, what's it like? But I really like I obviously really enjoy being a twin because I don't really know I don't I I have no idea what it's like not to be a twin Mm -hmm. and I think seeing these people who are isolated like kind of going back to the last topic really makes me appreciate having someone who I know I can always talk to who I know like will always be there is really like a comforting feeling so I would say being a twin's definitely one of the pluses (laughs) definitely a plus (laughs) It gives you a boost, doesn't it? It gives you that yeah. little bit of confidence. And, like, especially walking into Marion next year, I know, okay, I have someone to sit with at lunch. Like, I have someone who I can ask a question to. Like, I think having that is really special. Mm-hmm. So, Megan, you're like, uh-uh. No. You're like, no. <laughs> I don't feel the same way. <laughs> like, awkward. <laughs> no, but it, it's so important, right? Yeah, it's definitely great. Like, I think I'd be so much more, like, less confident and scared, like, if I had to go to practice by myself or tryouts by myself, like even walking into all of our interviews, like having someone there that was like just as nervous as I was, was like (laughs) great. So I didn't know I was the only one freaking out. Mm -hmm. And so many times we forget that like other, even if we're not twins, you know, that there are other people right next to us that are feeling the same way and that we just kind of need to understand we're all kind of unique, Mm -hmm. uniquely afraid of everything (laughs) until we go through it. So we have to figure out how to support people and, and how to step into that. Right. Um, 
So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, talk to me a little bit about your brothers. Okay, well, we have two brothers yeah. that are 13, um, Gavin and Donovan. They're fraternal twins. Um, they're, yeah, I think they're in eighth, they're in eighth grade. Um, yeah, I think they also feel the same way about being a twin, like mm-hmm. having each other. Definitely going into high school, they're going to um, a private school next year instead of going with the rest of their class to Princeton High School. So I think they'll definitely learn to appreciate having someone right by, by their side also. Mm-hmm. So as a big sister big sisters uh how do you look out for them because you're you know you're four years older than Mm -hmm. them so how do you really protect them thinking about being you know that older that mentor um what do you guys do together to kind of bond now that you're going to be leaving what are you going to try to do maybe in the next couple of months have you thought about that well like once we learned how to drive like we Go out for like froyo sometimes. Yeah. Just like sometimes go for strolls. All the time, <laughs> <laughs> all the time right? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we like play like lacrosse or soccer. Like with our dad, we play sports or like hit the gym. Not really good at the gym. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like we'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. I but think yeah. over summer, we'll definitely try to like hang out more. Maybe go to the beach or something. Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like hang out. Like, because I know it's going to be so different next year for them. Like, not having us around, and I know it's going to be so weird at college, like, no one's going to be, like, running around the house or, like, yeah. screaming. <laughs> I th- and then also, like, right now, like, we're, like, as we said, like, we're in lacrosse season, they're in lacrosse season, so, like, just being able to, like, have, like, those few chances to hang out when we're, like, our schedules aren't, like, crazy, crazy, um, is definitely, like, I am now realizing, like, oh, like, I should, like, cherish those, like, family dinners that I'm not going to have next year. Definitely, like, remembering those fun times. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're really looking up to you, right? They're watching you. They're kind of going to watch your footsteps to see what you do next and how you react to things, right? How, how it is in college and then how it is at West Point. So what do you think is in the future for them as you've seen them grow up? I think they're definitely going to, like, excel at sports. With They play soccer and lacrosse, and they also wrestle. So I think they're going to definitely get more into the sports. And I know they're, like, they work really hard in school, too. So I think they'll, like, excel at Petty and do well there. I'm not sure will they end up at college yet, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to try to go to West Point, too, mm-hmm. or, at, like, do ROTC at some school as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I, by seeing us, like, keep, like – like pushing and pushing and trying to get whatever we want. I think they'll find what they want and what will make them happy um, individually. Cause like, I don't know if they'll go together like we are, but if they want to, like, that's great. If they don't like, that's great too. I just think, think they'll be able to achieve whatever they want now. Cause they know like, I shouldn't be afraid of like this college application or like this SAT, like the girls did it. So can we, I think they'll have that mindset. Mm-hmm. I think so too. You guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because you you are staying connected, and I think um, that's part of my what I feel so passionate about is connecting to people forever and and following that dream, right? Being sure that you know you've identified with somebody that's kind of your soulmate, which you guys naturally are. <laughs> <laughs> but but finding where you're going to go next and being able to support each other, and so whether you're a twin, whether you have a good friend, whether you have just somebody that you find in your life, right, that can support you, that can guide you, that can be that kind of mentor in your life, you got to find that. Um, and and so a lot of people just kind of forget the importance of that. Uh, and some things can change, right? So 
uh, as you guys go through this next year and then you develop into your into your West Point friendships and your West Point journey. Uh, it'll be really fun to watch you guys as you start to influence the world and see what you're going to create out there as leaders. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so awesome to be here. <laughs> here we sit in Cranberry, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Yep. So um, give me your definition of leadership, Megan. Um, I think <laughs> leadership is like, doing whatever you can to make people feel comfortable and like be inspired by you to want to follow you and follow your lead like you don't have to be bossy or like the loudest person in a room I know like many times like you can just be quiet and people will still follow your your lead and want to do what you do Mm -hmm. it's an awesome response and it's awesome. <laughs> you're so poised. Both you. of you are just like so poised and so mature and so just confident. And it comes across. And I think people need to be able to step into their own self, right? And and have that confidence because uh, doing that, it does, it lifts other people up. You don't have to be the life of the party, right? You don't have to walk in and be like, hey, you can walk in and, uh, and very poised and, and deliver that, right? And people will follow you. And because it's all about influence. Um, and so it's really important. I love this interview. <laughs> I love this interview. <laughs> all right, your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Diff- like, say it differently than Megan did. But I, I like, definitely agree that you don't have to, like, be super bossy and super, like, like do this, do this to be a leader. Because, like, we've seen on our teams, like, on multiple times that even if you are, like, the most athletic, most, like, like, best player on the team, like star athlete, people still don't want to follow you if you're mean and treat people badly. So I think, I guess my like tip for leadership would be be kind to everyone because you don't know who's having a bad day and who will follow, like follow your lead. If you say hi to them in the hallway, maybe they'll say hi to someone else in the hallway. Like I think that attitude of like having that ripple effect definitely is like showing leadership, even if you're not like winning the Nobel Peace Prize, you can have leadership like in the smallest ways that can have the greatest effects on people. That's exactly right. And that is so, and everybody can do it, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody can do this. And so even if you're not taking the SAT nine times. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky you. But but that's a great message uh, because so many people think that, what can I do, right? What's my place in the world? And even if you don't know what you want to do after high school and you haven't taken the SAT yet, right? You can still make a big impact in the world um, by doing things that are important, just the core values, the integrity, and being nice, right? And being influential to people. So I want to ask you one, a couple more questions. (laughs) Um, Trade-offs. Leadership is all about trade-offs. And so giving up the things, like you said earlier, about social clubs, right? Being taking the right decisions, making the right decisions for your life for what's going to happen in the future. What are the other things that that you're learning that you think you're going to have to give up going into college, like leaving your comfortable environment here, right in Cranberry, New Jersey, and you're going to be off in this different environment. You're going to be together, but you're going to be somewhere different. And so um, that's a trade-off, right? Are there other things that you're expecting to to have um, to make decisions on on some of the things that you're going to be trading off. Have you thought about that at all? I think it's just going to be like a trade-off is like 
art decision to go there in general because some people definitely wouldn't think like oh five years is years of college like I want to do that and it was definitely like I think it was a pretty easy decision for us to make that because it was to our goal and I think a lot of people have trouble seeing the long run and, and like the path ahead so that was all definitely hard and then we've also given up a lot of our time and we're gonna have to do that in the future as well because writing essays and like going to interviews taking the SAT like there's so much time given up for that that we could have been hanging out with our friends or like going shopping partying but like it all is paying off in the long run and like it'll happen for everyone if you work hard awesome Megan that's so true that's so and I know we here we are older we see it right and so we always say if we could go back <laughs> and, and know what we know now that <laughs> you've had great mentors so um so I appreciate that so thanks for sharing that Morgan, do you have anything else? Uh, I have, like, kind of, it's, like, a different answer, but kind of, like, along the same lines. I know that, like, in high school, like, as we were talking about earlier, like, the FOMO is real. And I know that will continue in at Marion and at West Point, like, seeing everyone at, like, these big schools partying, going to, like, humongous football games. I know that I will feel a little jealous because, like, I want, like, that is, like, the college experience that I feel like everyone, like, wants to have a little bit of a part of. But I just have to remind myself, like, even now and then I know I'll have to remind myself that, like, this is what I want. Like, I do want this. And, like, the football games at West Point, they'll be crazy. Like, the Army-Navy <laughs> game, like, it'll be so fun. Just, like, thinking about those times will be helpful. So are you Army or Navy? Army. <laughs> Go! <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, so, um, all right, so activities that you're going to do at West Point. Have you thought about that? So I, I know you're involved in so many things. So, like, we went to, like, a few lacrosse camps there, so, but we weren't recruited, which I don't know, like, if it's, like, a good or bad thing we weren't recruited, but we have the, like, we could always just walk onto the team, but a like a ice hockey player from our high school is yeah, ice hockey, yeah, ice hockey. Yeah, yeah, he's a part of like their new club team. So we could like maybe go out for the club ice hockey team. That Never know. Be, yeah. That would be really cool. Well, you know, you guys are going to have such an amazing journey, amazing journey because you've thought into it. Leadership is all about knowing where you want to go and then figuring out how to get there and being flexible. Right. So things haven't been exactly in the path that you wanted you didn't take the first SAT and get in and say oh we're accepted to West Point right your journey and why I wanted to share your story is because it is about just resilience and just persistence and knowing exactly what you want to do and knowing that it's going to be worth it in the long run and and encouraging kids right encouraging kids that haven't maybe had opportunity or they don't understand that this trade-off is going to be worth your life because who knows what's going to happen next, right? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I sit here and think, like, where are you going to be in 20 years? I can't wait to see. I have no I'll idea. I'll be 38. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Not old at all. But, um, well, girls, thank you so much. Do you have any last-minute words that you would like to to share with kids that are thinking about like they don't have the confidence to step forward. What would you tell them just inside of them, speaking to them today, saying what's that one piece of advice that you can give them to just go after their dream? Um, I think that one piece of advice to if, if you're going after your dream is to first figure out exactly what you want and then 
after if you've been told no like one two three four as many times just keep going because if it's your dream and like if your dream is to touch the moon then like you will touch the moon so yeah just like keep pushing because you'll get there awesome thank you and megan i was was thinking like (laughs) if you have a dream like if like create your dream but like don't do it because other people want you to like make sure it's what you really want to do not for what people will think like not like don't care about what people will say or think about whatever it is because they have no impact on your life if they're being negative and discouraging you because there's a way to do everything no matter how you get there like you can do it you're awesome (laughs) (laughs) I love you girls I want to take you home with me (laughs) all right well thank you very much for your time tonight this has been amazing sitting here at this dining room table in Cranberry New Jersey (laughs) who would have thought (laughs) this is the highlight of my week Uh, and so thank you girls both for doing this for being everyday leaders and so I'm going to watch you on your journey you're part of the John Maxwell Global Youth Initiative um, podcast so thank you for sharing uh, and we're going to check back with you guys when you get to West Point because I want to hear the rest okay. of your story. All right? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake with Everyday Leaders. I wanted to invite you to join my leadership class. It's Life Strategies 101, where I'm going to take you through the everyday 15 laws of growth. It's an amazing journey. It's 15 weeks with me as your personal coach. Join me, everydayleaders.com, and sign up today.